Wow. Another day, another glorious day. And we can see the declaration of God's glory. It's amazing. This is Wow What a Show, the podcast outreach of Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. And today we're in a series titled Apples of Gold. If you've been with us, then you uh, ran across that expression in the book of Proverbs, Apples of Gold, reading through Proverbs. And that's exactly what we're doing. We are on to this day reading chapter 27, I think. I always forget to check the date and I was just reading it. So I know that I'm right. Yes, this is chapter 27 of the book of Proverbs. And we are really in now. I do hope that you will uh, stay with us until we we arrive there because we have so much to share even at this late hour. And because the Proverbs are repetitive, because we are, you know, at the end and we're reading 27 chapters today, 27, and there are 31 chapters, um, we have something really good in store to finalize it. And we want you to just stay with us, right? So that you will be a part of um, the, the, the good stuff that God has yet for us to receive. So don't give up right now. Keep coming. Just keep coming. And you will be absolutely impressed, I assure you. Um, thank you. We have a, a reader this morning, and I think Sister Amy is already in. Whoa, Sister Amy, you got a lot of little stuff going on back there, and I just put you on mute, so I will unmute you uh, as soon as you settle. I'll give you a couple of minutes, right? And, and I'll just continue to introduce. We are in Proverbs 27. The series is titled Apples of Gold, Reading Through Proverbs. We are also in the home stretch, and I'm inviting all listeners to stay with us. Do not stop now. Keep coming because we have yet uh, treasures to unwrap. God has not finished with Proverbs. And so this morning, our reader will be Sister Amy, and we always love uh, Sister Amy's what she's doing here. So um, uh, now, Sister Amy, if you will unmute yourself, she has really great comments, and I'm really looking forward to her reading this morning. Go ahead, Sister Amy. How are you today? Amen. I am well. How are you, Sister Phyllis? I'm fine. Thank you, ma'am. Awesome. Um, yes, mm -hmm. just as you were saying, it is so rich and so full and overflowing that I um, found myself having copious notes and saying to myself, well, Lord, you know my mind, you know me. And you, and listen, mm -hmm. I don't say that in any way to disparage the mind he has given me. I don't mean that. It's just that he knows how mm -hmm. each and every one of us are made to the finest detail. And so therefore, yes. although I feel as though there has been much poured in, he will choose exactly 
exactly, Holy through Holy Spirit, choose exactly what he wants me to say and what was perhaps just for my specific need. So therefore, mm-hmm. um, there it is. All right, so amen. Proverbs 27. Amen. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise thee and not thine own mouth a stranger and not thine own lips. A stone is heavy and the sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? Open rebuke is better than secret love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. The full soul loveth and the full soul loatheth a honeycomb, but to the hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. Mm. As a bird that wandereth from her nest, so is a man that wandereth from his place. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart, so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel counsel. Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity, for better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. My son, be wise and make my heart glad that I may answer him that reproacheth me. A prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Take his garment that is surety for a stranger and take a pledge of him for a strange woman. He that blesseth his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning, it shall be counted a curse to him. A continual dropping in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. Whosoever hideth her, hideth the wind, and the ointment of his right hand, which which berayeth itself. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Whoso keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof, so he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. As in water face answereth to face, so the heart of man to man. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of a man, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. As the fining pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. Though thou shouldest bray a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pestle, yet Will not his foolishness depart from him? Will not his foolishness depart from him? Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks, and look well to thy herds, for riches are not for ever. And doth the crown endure to every generation? The hay appeareth, and the tender grass showeth itself, and herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lambs are for thy clothing and the goats the price of the field. And thou shalt have goat's milk enough for thy food, for the food of thy household, and for the maintenance, 
before thy maidens. And there endeth the proverb um, 27, proverb 27. Um, as I spoke before I began reading, oh, amen, mm -hmm. praise God. As, yeah. as I spoke before I began reading, I said, this is just um, such a, as all the others, is so full. It's, 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 you know what it seems like? Um, it's like a parent or a loved one, an auntie, a nana, um, whomever, mm -hmm. um, or a great friend. Um, before you leave from their house, sometimes if you come to visit when you, um, and they really adore you, they pack you up <laughs> with all these things. I have an Aunt Mamie. And my Aunt Mamie, I would be taking the train on the Amtrak. She, at that time, she was in D.C. Mm -hmm. And before you yeah. went, you already had uh, plenty of things carried to carry with you. She say, oh, you know what? I know what I need. I'm going to send you a pan of this cornbread. With them. I was like, Aunt Mamie, I can't. <laughs> Lord, no. Uh, anyway, my point is that just that is this uh, now, don't get me wrong. This is not like um, having too much. It's just it, mm. it's just that pure love of, of a father, of, 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 of a loved yes. one of God, um, where he, he's, he's, he's pouring into us every single um every single truth that we must hold to every single direction that we should walk in you know like he wants to make sure we get this thing because he knows the road ahead amen so anyway um mm. I, I'll, I'll go on um so uh one of the things he begins with is with our mouths and 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 i'll tell you the key things that stuck out to me as i go before i go forward and that was friendship the power of friendship of a, of a righteous friend um, the other yes. was um, the other thing that stuck out to me was our mouth, our mouth, mm. this mouth. Oh, my goodness. Mm. How how it <laughs> blessing and cursing is in the power of the tongue. And so um, he's trying to teach us how not to use it <laughs> to, to curse ourselves, <laughs> my Lord. Anyway, I'm going to move on now. So um, since we were speaking about the tongue, that first one, boast not thyself of tomorrow for um you know we don't know on uh, what a day holds and sometimes um that that uh speaking uh idly or speaking proudly you know there's always I, there are always ears listening and mm. those ears that are listening those itching ears that are listening are are not listening because they are they're just e eager to to uh, touch and agree with you in that good that shall mm. happen. And 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 that, and this doesn't mean don't be afraid to 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 speak uh, uh, things that are not as though they were. I don't mean that, but be aware of your company and also be aware of your spirit um, that you're mm. speaking it in. And that's even bigger because he said boast. Now we can boast in the Lord because that boast is directed toward the worthy one, right? But um, yes. when we boast in a way that says, I'll give you an example. I'm sorry. And, and I know I got to, I don't, we don't have all day, but I, Go right I'll ahead. give you an example. Yeah. Um, Joseph had this dream. Um, Joseph in the Bible, he had this dream. The Lord gave him a, uh, um, a, a, a foreknowledge of 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 something that the lord was going to do in it do in his life right and and joseph was and it was an amazing thing it was an amazing thing um it told the the dream was that joseph would be um higher would be raised would be elevated and 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 in that uh vision of that of that dream um you know we hear things and we think we know and joseph 
heard it and as a child as a young child and 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 uh um uh he was not 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 wise yet he was still growing anyway he saw it as something to go and to kind of brag to his brothers about about how he was going to be everybody was going to bow down to him he was he was just he was just really um you know full of himself in that or at least that's what i perceive right and and what that did it created because of the way that um, he brought it, not knowing any better. Um, he, he, he said it before um, uh, so members of his family who were already um, very uh, compromised in their feelings towards him because there was an uneven show of affection um, between his father and with his father. And that happens in families. But all I'm saying is that him going forth and, and just bursting out with that um, an, uh, proclamation uh, in that nature, in that spirit, it caused animosity and it caused um, um, some very, uh, very unfortunate incidents to happen in his life. And so, um, you know, I'm just saying that uh, we should, we should, first of all, be careful not to boast of ourselves with our own mouths and also not to um, um, speak in a way uh, as though we know all that shall come to pass, but we should look to God and listen and not, and not be so quick to, to boast with our mouths about what shall happen and what shall not happen. God is the keeper of our soul. Amen. And so um, I'll go on to um, the next one was uh, let another man praise thee. And this is this is a, another uh, time when we should be careful of, of the way we speak um, of ourselves. It says, let not another uh, verse two, let another man praise thee and not thine own mouth, a stranger and not thine own lips. And I love that it, uh, that it said a stranger because a stranger has no preconceived notion of who you are or, or no, no particular reason usually to, to, um, to speak of, of, of good of you, you know, unless it's what they honest, uh, of what they um, cl uh, clearly perceived or witnessed you do. And, and, and the reason why it's so important that others say and that others do is because we can't even, the Lord tells us, we can't even discern our own hearts. And sometimes our motives are kind of even blinded to our own view. So it is just, you know, it's, it, it, is, it is better um, not to uh, promote yourself in ways to, because usually if we're promoting ourselves, I believe it is to kind of uh, place ourselves above another. And I don't think that they're, I, well, I don't believe that pleases God. And the other thing mm -hmm. is that I don't see a benefit um, in relationships in doing that either. So there it is. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, so now um, there were so many, but they just went one by one by one. So a stone is heavy and the sand weighty, that's verse three, but a fool's uh, wrath is heavier than them both. And... Um, I, it, it was interesting because I started to think about how heavy sand is. I don't know if anyone, I'm sure there are those who have walked on the beach in the sand. And you know, when you see that on a, and, and I try not to digress too much, Dude. but you see that in movies, you see that in movies where, you know, um, two star-crossed lovers are walking hand in hand on the beach and it just seems so wonderful and the waves are crashing and the wind is blowing. But I walked across hot sand <laughs> to get to a place by the water 
And not only is the what is the sand hot, but the other thing about that sand is that sand weighs heavy on your feet because That's your feet right. kind of go down in it. And every time you pick it up, you have to pick yep. up your foot and the sand. So my goodness, <laughs> it made me, you know, he brought my attention to that, that a stone is heavy. I got that. And so is the sand. And he says, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. And so um, that, those are the kinds of things that we... Mm. Um, should be aware of he wants us to he wants to let us know to that 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 is what it feels like and that he understands and that he knows about it you know and Amen. and see the only reason that god lets us know that he knows and that he understands is because he's with us in it see Amen. so we just see i mean he just man so anyway he's just awesome okay so that yes. got me um now um wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous but this one, this one, this, he, he, mm, he lets us know, he lets us know the most, uh, well, they're all, they're, 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 they're all dark, right? And yet he mm. knows the ones that are kind of crafty and very, uh, 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 the word insidious came to my mind, um, mm. but uh, I, I wasn't, I wasn't looking for it. But anyway, um, it's just that envy is something that really tears up the person that is envying. It really destroys, mm. it destroys uh, what's happening in them. And it also destroys, oh boy, my voice must be, hold on one moment, please. Okay. So we're getting a really good look at, at envy in this chapter. And, and I think that's excellent. So good. Um, I think that what is going on there is that uh, Sister, I mean, Minister Amy sits outside uh, to to do her reading right on her on her balcony, and there must be some interference there. But let's move on. I like what she's saying about the heaviness of of this um, wrath of the fool, and and we go on to verse four, which says, "Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous, but who will be able to stand before envy?" Yeah. Listen, we talked about it in, in our last um, gathering. Envy causes people to do some real dastardly things. Go ahead, Sister Aim. I'm just feeling it. Is she there? There, no. Envy is, for, first of all, it denounces the good thing that God does in each person. God gives each person a deposit of something very valuable. Your gifts are there for his own purposes. And when that gift is displayed or used um, in the world, the, the community or wherever you are is blessed by it. But when we are envious, we try to, um, well, we, we so something about what we see in ourselves doesn't measure up. And what you see in someone else measures up, but you hate the person because it is being used and the glory of it is emitted. So people have this thing, you know, that um, they can't rejoice with other people when they're doing well, or they're mad when attention is given to someone else, or they're just mad because they don't like what that person is showing them. So it, it, it came upon me once. I mean, we grew up with this old saying that you 
always disliking others, the very thing that is in you. So I don't know what's going on with envy, really and truly, because I don't know that I've ever been, you know, jealous to the point that this proverb is pointing to. Uh, wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before somebody who's envious? Envious people are devious. They will do whatever they can uh, to either pull another person down or slander their character or take possession of those things that they have. You know, it's, it goes on and on. So um, that's one we really should ponder and contemplate. And uh, verse, verse five is wonderful. Open rebuke is better than secret love. And faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. The full soul loathes a honeycomb, but to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. So now I think that these are tied together. And the, the thing that is being said is if you see someone in error or if you see um, someone making a mistake, open rebuke, actually telling them to their face is a much better uh, approach to creating a great relationship than this thing, secret love. So you're kind of holding back, you know, holding to yourself because you say you really love the person and all of that. No, the, the real way to be in a relationship is to be a faithful friend. Now, a friend is what Jesus Christ is to us. And he would no more watch us walk into a pit without warning than he would turn us away in our distress. Listen, the love of God is that faithful. So um, be faithful in relationships. But remember also in the book of Proverbs, we have come across those Proverbs that tell us when you are re reproving a, a fool, he will hate you. So we ask the Lord to give us the discernment to know when to give open rebuke. And you know, I think about children when we, when we start talking about chastisement and all that. Children desire and need to be guided and they need the, the boundaries that chastisement provides because we are new into a, in a world. You, you're born into a world. You have no sense or understanding of that world. And therefore, if someone does not guide you, it's like walking through a very dense forest and going around and around and not knowing how to get out. I'm sure that many of you have been in a maze, right? Or you played the maze games. You tried to go through a maze. It is really difficult. You have to pay attention. So that's what it is. Think of life as the beginning of a maze and you have to navigate many turns and twists and things that look good or look right and they are so very wrong. So that, that's open rebuke and faithful, faithful wounds. You see, the, the faithful are the wounds of, of a friend. You are going to benefit from the wounds of a friend. So never ever fear or be mad because someone is telling you. Now, those of us who tell, we got to get it right too. You can't just like, you know, um, tell people in as if they are nobody. I remember uh, 
<laughs> someone telling me that I had a, uh, <clears throat> that my waistline was not, you know, nice and taut and, and cute and, you know, and it, it stung, by the way, because it was a, you know, a, an observation of my physical body. But um, the way that the way that it was said also is a part of the sting. I surely do not have a nice, you know, thin waistline. I, I never did, but I was not by any means heavy either. But I began to develop early in life a self-esteem problem. I was always ashamed of everything, and I bought my clothes too big because I grew up with those constant. Um, you know, kind of tellings. Now, it was a truth. It was a truth, right? But the way it was told me is what was hard to bear. So we have to also learn how to share the rebuke. I believe God wants us to do that. Sister Amy, are you back? If you, you can just come in at any point. Okay, I don't know what quite happened there, but uh, let's see. Here we go. Um... Uh, verse seven says, "Okay, the full soul loathes." Uh, yeah, when 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 hunger exists, hunger for truth, hunger for food, hunger for anything, anything bitter will help. You see, anything bitter will satisfy. Sister Amy, please uh, come back. All righty, yes, you can take over. And I okay, think I, good. I think I muted myself, but um, my apologies. Amen. Mm -hmm. I love what you, mm -hmm. uh, but you said it so, so plainly what, and more, uh, what even more, what I wanted to say about that envy. Um, it is, mm -hmm. it is difficult on the envier and the envied. And so, yes. amen. Mm, amen. Great. Um, I, you know, the verse I will skip down to, uh, it really, it really describes the, uh, it really describes the, the the nature or the well I won't say nature the choice the uh, changing of the heart oh yes thank you Lord mm -hmm. it really does mm -hmm. describe the changing of the heart when we come to the Lord um, and the way our appetite changes and our taste buds change in the spirit I mean um, it says uh, 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 verse seven says the full soul loatheth and honeycomb, but to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. Every bitter thing mm -hmm. is sweet. And that, 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 what well, that really hit me because, um, mm -hmm. uh, that it, it, the, those things that we, I'll put it this way, those things that we may have perceived bitter before we knew him, we come to recognize that that was the sweet part. And the mm. uh, and, 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 and so let me be more specific. Um, before we knew, well, before I knew Christ, before I knew Christ, um, it was all about me. I may not have been boasting with my words, but my mindset about myself that I knew what to do. And I, I was, I, um, it was all about me and what I wanted uh, and mm. all those kinds of thoughts. Those appeal to me that, you know, that, that, you know, I, I, I didn't name it as it's as such, but looking at it um, in, in rear view, 
um, I really am painfully like squirming, <laughs> uncomfortably aware of what I of what I was doing. You see, so um, now though, um, when when we hear the word and the word uh, uh, chastises or, or and the word reproofs and the word um, prunes, you know us like it yes. it, 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 it pierces it, it it pierces like a two edge. Oh my goodness! But anyway, <laughs> it really does, and it shows me my my still um transitioning through as he as as he as he the work he has begun as he continues the work on us um it shows me that and i'm and 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 we're grateful for it we 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 crave it actually because we want to we really want to be who god's everything Mm. that god says we are and can be you see so Mm. anyway um that is that is the journey It, it 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 may pinch a little bit it might stretch us a little bit um it might even it might it might smart it might hurt a little bit sometime mm-hmm. but man we're so glad he's telling us on this side we're so glad Amen. that when he's telling us it's not to say oh you can't and you won't and you should no he's saying i see this in you and I'm, I'm, I want to I want to take this. I want to work on this in you. And all I want you to do is to receive it. All I want you to do is to receive it because it is love. It is love that is doing this. It is his mm. desire for us to be with him. It is his desire for us to be all that he intends us to be. And so that's why when that uh, uh, when that bitter thing comes, we know the sweetness. We can taste the warm and the coolness. It's, mm. You know, it's, it's oh man, it's like spring. Mm. You know, in spring, it's still a little chilly, but you can feel the warmth in it, right? Oh, come yes. on now. Yes. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> Talk so, about uh, it. Amen. It's a good thing. So uh, that, that verse, uh, that verse sure got, sure had mm. me. And um, oh. I, I, uh, the friendship part, the part to me that really um, uh, uh, identifies, that really brings forth. Um, God's intention for friend hitting first of all you know that's the other thing um, 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 God calls us his friend as well he calls us friend you know and Amen. so um, yes, um, and, and this these verses 9 and 10 um, really uh, feel as though it is a blessing the Lord is blessing um, the Lord is 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 telling us how uh, the how he orders and crafts friendships yes um and his purpose that he has purpose in it and it is a beautiful thing and it makes me often think of jonathan and david uh king david and jonathan um because Mm. jonathan is one of the oh man jonathan if you ever want to consider uh what what you want to be a good friend take a look at jonathan Mm. um Jonathan, uh, King David, well, well, when David, David was, knew that uh, uh, the Lord had, um, anoint, had, had anointed him and chosen him um, to be king. He knew it because uh, I believe that a, a, a prophet came 
and 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 uh, blessed him. I, I I can't think of the prophet's name. Yes, Nathan. But Nathan, Nathan. Samuel. I'm sorry, Sam. No, Sam, it was Samuel. Sam, no, Samuel. Sam, Samuel. Yeah. Samuel. That's right. Samuel. Samuel came to his home, and in fact, this. Well, anyway, I won't. I won't digress. But you, you, boy, did you read that? I, is, is it in Chronicles? I, oh Lord, I got it. But I. Okay. Yes. But um, my point is just that there. Uh, 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 David, before he became a uh, a uh, 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 king, um, he was already blessed and anointed by Samuel the prophet. And um, in the meantime, though, there was also a, a king, as we know, and that was King Saul. And, and, and King Saul was an anointed king and chosen by God as well. And so all I'm trying to say is that uh, 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 Jonathan was king, uh, king Saul's son. And so uh, as we know it, uh, the king, the this kingship goes from the son, from the father to the son, right? Now, Jonathan, of course, was aware of that tradition or that, uh, uh, the way things were done. But nevertheless, Jonathan loved David and perceived, I, I know the Lord must have spoken to Jonathan and Jonathan received it, that David would be the next king, right? Now, uh, 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 Saul um, also perceived uh, 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 perceived that David would be king and, and Saul was very uh, threatened, felt very threatened. So he became an enemy of David. So here we are with your father whom you love um, being an enemy of your best friend. And also not only that, your best friend um, is in line. God has, 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 has changed, shifted um, the from the tradition or is not is not m moving in that but he's moving in his God is moving in God's will which is for his best friend to become king and Jonathan um, and 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 Jonathan's father has become uh, uh, looks at David as an enemy and is now seeking to take his life now Jonathan instead of joining forces with his father out of tradition or simply out of his own ambition to be king himself he does not do that. He chooses to continue loving and supporting David um, and, and also um, even uh, hiding David from his father and even trying to bring reconciliation between his father and David. So anyway, to me, that, 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 uh, that beauty of that relationship, a friend, a friend, being a friend, um, even when it's inconvenient, even when it's uh, uh, it crushes your own plans or dreams for your life, even when those family members whom you love and cherish have turned against that friend, and yet he still continued to love David always. That that's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, and 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 mm -hmm. and, and, and 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 so anyway. Um, and that's who God is. God is a friend who sticketh closer than any brother, mm -hmm. any other. <laughs> but anyway, um, um, okay. So, so that, um, so this, these verses here, um, in uh, nine through ten, uh, uh, really uh, speak in a beautiful way about that type of, of friendship. Um, Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. So doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Um, 10, thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity, for better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. And um, that 
I, that caught my attention in such a way because it said, don't go into a brother's house in the day of calamity, right? And so that caught my attention. So I went to the amplified version of that scripture. And when I, when I read it, um, it really made it, it clear to me, uh, uh, 27.10, uh, Proverbs 27.10. It says, your own friend and your father's friend, forsake them not. Neither go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor who is near in spirit than a brother who is far off in heart. Amen. It is uh, a comparison mm. of flesh and spirit. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes our blood and flesh spirit, uh, I mean, our blood and flesh are our own uh someone of, of the same DNA and so forth does not necessarily um, connect hearts con hearts and spirit that doesn't that does not necessarily mean that hearts and spirits are connected you know amen. and um, there it is amen um, uh, Jonathan yes. and King David had a heart and spirit connection um, all the, until the end amen um, amen so uh, those those um, there was much and many. Uh, there was one more in, um, that I really, I had many, but I, there's one more that I just think I will stop with. And then um, um, that, that was, that, I think I would have gotten out all that. <laughs> um, he's get, he had given me uh, to the best as I, to the best as I could. Um, and that is the uh, verse here of, um, let me come to it. It was about the verse. Now, why didn't I there? One moment, please. Okay, 15 and 16. There it is, mm. 15 and 16. Uh, it, well, it says, a continual dropping in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. Whosoever hideth her, hideth the wind and the ointment of his right hand, which berayeth itself. Now, um, I went, I, I got what was being said, but I said, you know what? I want to look at that in the amplified version because that made me giggle just as Sister Phyllis was giggling. And I want to say one more thing. It's one I, before I read this, and Lord, Lord, please, please have mercy on me. Um, I want to say that it, a contentious uh, woman is mentioned here, and yet. Um, I believe that uh, we don't hold we don't hold the uh, gold all the all the gold uh, the gold both we have another person with another gender with whom we share the gold with I'll put it that way um, so just I'll just go on and read it and I'll leave that other part alone um, ten but and but like oh wait I'm sorry I'm in the wrong spot there oh your own friend and oops so sorry wrong place did it again 15 i need verse 15 a continual dropping on a day of violent showers and a contentious woman are alike whoever attempts to restrain a contentious woman might as well try to stop the wind his right hand encounters oil and she slips through his fingers <laughs> wow <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's that, that, that's a word right there. But, uh, <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. Amen. Mm -mm -mm. 
Yes. Uh, so all I can say is that um, we uh, pray and we um, desire in our hearts not to be a contentious man or woman, woman or man, mm. um, because that it appears that uh, when one is thus and so, it is a major um, irritation and, and <laughs> unpleasantness to those around us, to those mm. near us. And you know what? I'm sure God is in no way pleased because he put it in the word. So um, that is something mm. to uh, be aware of and to consider. Amen. Amen, indeed. Oh my goodness, yes. You know, uh, reading Proverbs, we've had we've had a good spanking as women, right? <laughs> Solomon. Yes. <laughs> and listen, I'm sure that he was highly vexed having all those women in his life. <laughs> but I, I am yes. with you um, this morning. I take the word very seriously. And Lord God, you have really, really, really spoken to this heart of mine concerning mm -hmm. that. But I, I think it was yesterday, and Sister, what, Sister Reem, Tony, one of you who, who, who were here with us, if you remember this, um, remember the, the, this, the, he finally hit the mail. He finally told us that a stri the strife of a man is, what is, I can't even remember, but it was far worse than the contentious woman. So he has left no, <laughs> no stone unturned here and nobody walks free. Nobody walks free. The Proverbs are the voice of the Lord speaking back to us and therefore they are applicable to both genders. And if you find yourself to be a contentious kind of person or a naggy nag person or a person's not been satisfied with mm -hmm. anything, you sit right there. And and we all need to check ourselves in that way. Uh, mm -hmm. Sister Aim, we're gonna we're gonna uh, walk through a few more of these, and I just want you to you know chime in wherever you want to because I'm going very much um, by the spirit. Uh, verse seventeen says, "Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the counsel of his friend." Now he's doing a lot today with this matter of friendship and rebuke. And this is, to me, extremely important because many times a person will call themselves your friend and will allow you, they do one or two things. They will either mock you to tell you something mm. or they won't tell you at all. And both of those ways are dead straight, not good. It's just not good ever. If you really have a serious something uh, that you see in a, a person that you call a friend, right? A, a flaw there. You, you see, you also have to know what it is the Lord is wanting you to tell them or rebuke them in. We don't want our children to make mistakes. And we can look at their personalities, see the development of their character, and know that they might make some wrong choices. And then they make the wrong choice it's time for rebuke. It, that's when it's time. And either before that, you know, when, when you can see that they're walking straight into uh, a dark place, you, you go right then and you go with the love that is in your heart for the child, not with the anger that um, makes 
really and truly you're, you're doing a thing to keep you out of the limelight, right? Because we see ourselves in our children. So yeah. assessment of ourselves is so very important. When you have you, comments about my physical beauty or the way I wear my hair or, you know, if not my if my skirt is torn smack dab in the middle of <laughs> my back, you really do want to tell me that. <laughs> but otherwise, this, yeah, this reproof is not about those, um, you know, non-essential things. It isn't. This is about character. This is about the inner person. This is about making grave errors and making uh, decisions that will cause eternal damage or at least, you know, damage through a lifetime. So iron sharpeneth iron. When we were children growing up, the way that my dad sharpened those knives was against a stone. You know, a knife is a metal object. He would use an abrasive stone. And that's what I believe the Lord is telling us here. It doesn't feel good to be told that you are not thinking wisely. It doesn't feel good to have character, uh, your, your, you know, the fallacies in your character called out. But it is good. It is good. And when you are a person who seeks to walk in obedience and submission to the Lord, if you are rebuked, you're going to say thank you. You're just going to get up and say thank you and walk away. And then if you are offended in any of that other madness, we've already talked about it. You know, you, you don't like my hair. You don't like the way I, I, I laugh. You don't like the way I, I dress. All of that, that's your problem, not mine. And so when you come to me with that sort of thing, really and truly, think about the duck and tell yourself, Holy Spirit, let it roll right off me. Do not let this penetrate me. I shall not walk with it. And truly, truly ask the Lord to let you forget it. Because if you don't forget it, then you turn into the bear as well. And you will begin to treat that person, you know, you hold them, hold them at bay. You know, don't go near them with a 10-foot pole as somebody told me. And I'm saying that, well, that's not the way, really and truly. You know, as, as much as I would like to do that, I know by the, the revealing of the Spirit of God that that is not right. And remember the the Beatitudes, Jesus Christ's sermon on that mountain when he talked about uh, character mm -hmm. and how we're supposed to respond to these negatives in our lives. So I think the Proverbs has brought us close to ourselves, to the mirror of who we are. And uh, we have to really contemplate and we really must ponder and know that this word is for every one of us and that all of us in every area of of the the themes that have been spoken about here need to examine this is your interaction with people in the earth and the, if the, jesus christ said you cannot say you love me if you don't keep my commandments i'm, I'm sorry nor can you my friend say you love me if your love is not one that would cause uh, uh, me to uh, be chastised or rebuked or, you know, call attention to those things which would indeed cause me to fall. So remember, gentle rebuke. I went to a, uh, <laughs> I went to a, a big fundraising event. It's fabulous, you know, for uh, Teen Challenge. As a matter of fact, they do this amazing, it's, it's fun and it's wonderful. And before the, uh, at the, before the, the uh, program begins and also during the intermission of the program, 
you go out into the lobby, you know, and you can buy all the things that they have floating there, wine, whatever. And um, then you go in and you have a program and all during the program, they're telling you, you know, you can you can text your donation <laughs> to this, this <laughs> number or you can go to this site. About it. Yeah, it's a big fundraiser. And everybody who goes, you know, it's a fundraiser. Right. So my my friend, uh, she said, gentle begging. Just gentle begging. <laughs> she said it makes you want to give because it's very gentle. You know, they're not <laughs> pointing the finger and saying you ought to keep them. You know, this is for your church. It's not that whole thing that we often get when we're in church and people pointing their fingers at us and, you know, telling you, 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 you. And I sometimes I would sit and say, mm, well, now that really isn't me. So maybe that's you because you know so much about it. I don't really know. But anyway, the gentle rebuke, gentle rebuke, and it makes people really want to hear it, you know, um, and not talking behind somebody's back. Better open rebuke than secret love, you know, oh, I really love them. But, you know, they are so terrible, terrible, terrible. And, and you go on and on about this stuff. But I love them. I, I really love them. And I'm thinking to myself, no, you don't. No, you don't, because you don't know me like that. You don't know what I'm going to think about this person when you finish telling me all this, you know, that you're saying, but you love them. Okay, no, don't play with yourself that way. You know, be real. Let the Lord show who I want him to tell me who I am, really and truly. I kind of don't want you to have to tell me, but if he uses you to tell me, I'm saying, thank you, Jesus. I needed to know it. I tell you, in my family, oh, Phyllis, I remember one sister called and told me, you're just too hard on it. And I just got so mad at talking about how I was raising my children, right? But I thought about that. I did. And honest to goodness, I tried to lighten it up, you know? I was very reactive in my young, very, I would react on in a moment. I needed to get over myself, really. And mm-hmm it keeps on coming. I want the Lord to love me. That's what, like my mother said, I chastise you at home. So when you go out, others will love you. <laughs> We're breaking this That's here and now. That's, That's right. Good. It is. Mm. <laughs> Okie dokie. You had one. So that one. Oh, I'm sorry. What's that? Go on. No, you please. You I want you to. on my door. You have rung my doorbell um, because <laughs> I lack the courage to say to, um, I, I, I had a friendship for years um, and, and, and it ended and that's probably part of it, um, where um, I would see, where the person would behave very badly, badly toward me. Um, and I would not, I would not tell her what she had done and how it felt to me because I feared her. She had a very strong, um, uh, she had a very strong uh, temper and things like that and was very, very quick. She was, she had it. She, she was quick to pounce and was very precise in her, in her mm-hmm, manner. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have to do mm-hmm. that, but I can't even blame her because I still, there are times when I, when I don't, I, uh, someone, um, has done something and I just, I just avoid telling them, uh, what they have done. Yeah. And so I'm hearing you, I am hearing you because I must, I must come away from that because most, many times people are so reactionary and they, and I am afraid of how they take it and I feel all strange. Yeah. And the other thing about it is that I always had these super poor uh, feelings when someone told me and not that I, not, I want to hear it, but I just mean the way mm-hmm. that it manifests sometimes when someone tells me about myself, I don't want to do that to someone in the sense that I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quick to tear or I'm, I'm quick to really feel quite 
quite crushed, but mm. I need that. Mm. And it's, and, and I, and I really do desire it. And so if I need it and desire it, in spite of how my wimpy self responds, I would like to um, <laughs> get the same because that's what God requires of us. And that's what he does for us, you know? And so yeah. I, I, I really, I really do. I really do hear that. Um, and the other thing is just thinking that uh, you don't want to look like, uh, you know, I'm pointing the finger at you. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm the, 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 um, the good person and I'm letting you know how mm-hmm. you're falling short or whatever. But that's all the mm-hmm. enemy because when we're doing that, the Lord has already positioned our heart in love and in humility. Mm-hmm. And even in, mm-hmm. uh, what is that where you uh, not commiserate, but where you identify with the person because we all like you, what we all are mm-hmm. like sheep and have been led astray. So today or this morning or two minutes ago, I helped you two minutes later, you have to tell me. Amen. Amen. So there it is. That's there exactly it is. right. That's right. I receive, Chaplin, I receive it also. And if you want to be the iron, then you gotta you gotta stand like iron. Yes. <laughs> and in the kingdom of God, there is love. The apostle Paul writes that I would that you all be of one mind, loving one another. We are supposed to prefer one another. So if you come to me and you are you know two months old in the kingdom, I still am supposed to love you and and take your hand and help you right along if I happen to be uh, a year old, you see. And all of us thinking that we have arrived and climbed the ladder and been on the, you know, we're now sitting up and looking low. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> Praise be to God. Isn't it a wonderful thing that we don't... He throws us down. Listen, (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) Sorry. That's exactly right. That is the. That is exactly right. And it's a line from that poem where I told you when I I was sitting here one day contemplating how when I was born and from my childhood I always felt like I was going upward, 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 upward. Mm -hmm. And then there came a, a moment when it felt like I had I had absolutely regressed to nothing. And the Lord put this in kind of, you know, um, internal verse kind of thing. And the end of that poem, if I make no mistake, I haven't read in a long time, but, but the way up is down. You never get there until you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And his hand is one that both loves, it embraces, and it spanks. It's a chastisement. Now, believe it or not, he just leaves you to yourself. If, if he tells you and you cannot walk with him in obedience, he lets you have it your way. Hallelujah. Mm. And then you, you get all hurt and pained up there mm. and you will cry out again if you ever knew him. Right. So tell this it, is it, it, the beauty it. of our <laughs> father. <laughs> so listen, yes. let's see. Uh, hell and destruction are never full. So the eyes of a man are never satisfied. See, we've had this too. We've had this already in the Proverbs in a different way, but now it's going deep. Hell and destruction are never, hey, you can feel hell up five, six, seven, eight Mm. times and Mm. it will still want more. In fact, Mm. I don't know. I don't remember reading that proverb. There are, is it Proverbs? There, uh, 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 what is it? Four things that I hate, yay, five are an abomination. And one of them is the the hell that is never filled, is never satisfied, right? Uh, So here here that is. And the, as the uh, finding, 
Oh, I'm sorry. And your eyes are never satisfied. The lust of the flesh, the mm. pride of life, right? The lust of the mm. eye. Every time you see something that pleases your inner, you know, flesh or your outer flesh, whichever one it is, you can want it. You can just keep wanting it. Okay, so you can just keep wanting. Honest to goodness, I was walking through this house and I was thinking about all this, you know, crap kind of stuff. Oh, is crap a bad word? I don't know. I use it all the time. Oh, no, oh, I'm not. sorry. I, well, then, I didn't think so, but somebody said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't get the memo. But anyway. Yeah, anyway. I, I didn't either. But one day I said it and somebody said, what? And I said, oh, I'm so, I didn't know it was bad. But anyway, all mm. the stuff, right, that you can amass. And then I, I, I hold on. I'm kind of that person, you know, I don't have to buy often, but because uh, I never throw away. That's the problem. And then I thought the Lord said to me, get rid of it. It's fun to go shopping. <laughs> Just Amen. give it away because Amen. the day will come when you will buy another. Right. And then he told me again, um, every time you buy something new that you just really think you want to have go home and give something away. So exchange, you move one out as you're moving one in, right? And there's always someone who can use a good piece. I'm telling you, the lust of the eye will get us absolutely poor. So finally, um, and saying, this is what I've come to. I've gained the weight in, 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 in the pandemic here. I'm sitting in this chair all day, every day, and I've gained weight, right? So I can't really wear my clothes. Thank you, Sister Reen. We're walking now. Listen, and I said to the Lord, see, he's changed my heart. I said, Father, I'm not going out to buy one new thing. I will lose weight and get back into these clothes that I already own because the lust of the eye will bring you to poverty. Mm. You never have enough. There's mm -hmm. always more that you will want. So let's recall more. the Proverbs, right? As we're going through and letting the Lord fix us. I want to be fixed. Yes. That my favorite yes. art piece is the choreography by Alvin Ailey. Fix me, Jesus, just fix me. And that man had to receive from the Holy Spirit. When you watch the dance, he has the, you know, the man represents the strength of God. And the woman is the poor little sinner. Woo! Mm. And he just lifts her up. He holds her in the most extreme positions. I mean, it is a very difficult dance. I know because I'm a dancer, but when you look at it, it is so easy. And that music, just moving it, fix me, Jesus. Fix me for my long white robe. Fix me for my dying day. Fix me, Jesus. Fix me. That's the Proverbs. This is the cracks and crevices of where we really, mm -hmm. really see ourselves. Look inward and let God mend you and mend me. That's what we're doing. And that's why this has been so sweet. I love the way this chapter ends. Let's start with uh, verse 23. Be diligent to know the state of your flock and look well to your herbs for riches are not forever and doth the crown endure to every generation? It's a question. It's rhetorical. The hay appears and the tender grass shows itself. And herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lambs are for thy clothing and the goats 
are the price of the field. And you shall have goat's milk enough for your food, for the food of your household, and for the maintenance for your maidens. You see, be diligent. Know the state of your own. Take care of your home. Take care to be diligent. And remember, what was the other day? Diligence isn't just getting it done, just getting up and just throwing about and getting it in, right? Um, mm. We want to allow the Lord to cause us to be craftsmen and artists in everything that we put our hands to. And when you walk with Jesus, my father, you see, he was a master gardener. He was a brick mason by trade, but my dad was a master gardener. And by his efforts, he was a master hunter as well. And he didn't need nobody's help. Whoo, glory to God. He would just go out and do it himself. You see, the Lord just teaching him and moving. I'm sure somebody else taught him, but he kept the practice going. And he grew the best collard greens. Even when we moved and we didn't have that big garden in the side yard, he still grew stuff, you see. And this is this is what the Lord is doing with you. You are gifted. God has made a deposit in you. It pains me to watch people live their lives away and never, ever hone in on the craft of the gift that God's given them. That is bothersome to me. When I meet people who say they can sing and they can sing, but they won't sing except to, you know, for their own enjoyment. They don't bring glory to God. When they step before the Lord, I believe this with all my heart, he is going to say, and when did you sing for me? And they're going to say, but I didn't have a voice. Like he said, but when do you sing for, did you sing for me? I'm telling you, that's the business of Phyllis's life. I don't think I'm all that in anything. In fact, I constantly say, Lord, please make me good at something. But everything that I put my hands to, anything that I think I can do, I stand up and I try to do that. And I'm asking the Lord, show me, God, what you want me to do with this. Tell me what I'm supposed to do with it. Right. Even to this undergraduate degree in French. And I lost the, the, the my capacity to really speak. But till, till today, I still go back and said, you made me real smart in languages. What am I supposed to do with it? I don't understand. How about this music? What am I supposed to do with it? How about this dance? What am I supposed to do with it? How about this knitting, this sewing, this love of crafts? What? Do you want me to do with it? Because I do not want to leave this world Amen. without spending his money like he wants to. The parable, uh, I'm telling you, the talents. Get in with God and let him speak. You all are beautiful. I'm going to read uh, the comments now that I have seen. Uh, so Light Touch said something and, and Sister Reem says, I agree. But I don't know what it is. I've been looking for it. Okay, so those are our, our comments there. Amen. Don't be the, that continual 
happy. Hallelujah. Listen, keep praying for me, Light Touch. I'm getting there. Glory Amen. to God. I know. <laughs> Don't let the uh, uh, adornment, your adornment be merely outward. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in God's sight. What a fitly Glory spoken word. What an apple of gold. Glory this is from, what book is it from? It is 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 in it, Peter? Is the book of Peter, let me know, first or second Peter, one of them, uh, or Hebrews, one, one of them. This is a beautiful uh, scripture, and it's about women. It's about women, and we take it, don't we, women? Thank you, Father. Let it be that we are these women, right? Hallelujah. This is the word of God, Sister Reem says, and it's a guide and a light into our pathway. If we go wrong, it's because we do not apply God's word because it's laid out for us so simply, so simply. And it's like a mirror. If we look in the mirror, we can see ourselves. We just have to make the changes. Hallelujah. We just Amen. submit. You know, Sister Reams is a is a is a right word, but I have to come in defense of those of us who are dull like me. I can't make them as much as I might want to. You know, I I said to the Lord, Father, why do I why am I why do I always come behind, come behind the word? Why does the word convict me after I've done the deed, right? But yeah. it is in the suffering that we experience when we fall that the transformation. He's doing it. He keeps bringing it back to you where you see where that went on and what is happening. He is molding. He's remolding the heart. He's 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 reordering the thoughts. We are beginning to think like the children of God, the most high God. He gives us the privilege to suffer through and to come to the ascent where we really can say and be not say be who we are. Hallelujah. I must first recognize myself. That's it. And then ask God to help. That's it. To help me change. And then commit to the work that he's begun in me. And and and, and not commit, but submit to. <laughs> Get down. Listen, I used to go upstairs and fall on my face in that little bedroom. And I would say, Lord, I can't move. I will not move. I will not move until you Bless me in this thing. I have to do it. You see, you have to get really, really serious. When he gives us those parables that you go and search it out like a pearl of great price. He didn't choose those words just to be poetic. No, God, he, he has to be poetic. He's God. <laughs> when he speaks, it's oh, yeah. beauty. You see, that's just how it is. So, but we take serious what he's saying. Glory to God, glory. Wow, what a way to put it. Oh, I don't know what that was, Sister Reams, but thank you for it. Say, I mean, Sister Amy, that's for Sister Amy. Same here, Sister Ames. Oh, how I was hurting inside. I absorbed the pain, still doing it in a way. This is so rich for our souls. Thank you, Jesus. Give me courage to be honest and loving. And Tony has a thousand smiles there. Wow, what a good show. Praise God. Reem shared. Uh, Trisha Henry entered. Thank you, Trisha, for coming. Crap is it's good to get rid of. You're right. It is. <laughs> um, I like Tony says, I like my mummies. 
<laughs> Smile of joy, success and happiness. Long life is included. Glory, glory, blessings, dear Tony. It's laughter rather it, 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 rather not to smile. It's laughter rather not smiles. Hallelujah. And Reem says, wow, the imagery. Thanks for the exposition, ladies. We thank our Father for the humility in the ministry. Great and excellent show, says Light Touch, as is our great day. It's a great day uh, to everyone. Fix me, Jesus, fix me. <laughs> Not you personally, but you generally. It's from First Peter, verse 3. Uh, that's right. Uh, hold it there. Many years. You know what? Fellowship with Father in His Word. There's nothing like it. Get into the Word of God. I can say, rarely call, call an address, honey, but let me tell you, if it came from the Bible, Phyllis pretty much can recognize it. Or Lord. when I'm talking, the Lord brings back. Why? Because for years, I didn't start reading the Bible when I was a grown person. Nothing wrong with that. Just get in there because the Holy Spirit is the same Holy Spirit to everybody. He will cause Amen. you to remember. Uh, but uh, from way back when, you know, it became my favorite book. I used to just love to read it. I don't know why. And I read the whole Bible. It was all done. Well, at least the whole New Testament a couple of times by the time I was like 16 or, or, or 17 years old, because I would sit there with my mother. I admired my mother's faith. And so I, I did what she did. <laughs> and she read the Bible every day in a little chair in a quiet space. That was my mom's way. So the word of God informs your daily existence. It guides you. And let me tell you, I haven't gotten to where I want to get. You know, when I know I have miles to go before I sleep because I've been distracted in life. Things have happened, right? And sometimes you, you just kind of can't get there, right? But the Lord sends folks to, to pull you back and remind you of what it should be. Bridget, thank you so much for coming in. God bless you. We're, we have read and have commented in uh, Proverbs chapter 27, and we are now at the end. We have dined, and we are really blessed. We thank the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for uh, Minister Amy Kennick. I thank you for Amy, Lord God. I thank you for those people who have regularly attended our reading and all those who have not. You, Lord Father, have appointed, you have appointed the time, the place, the people. For you know each one of us, not just by name, but you know the inner workings of our minds. You know, God, everything about us, even the very hairs. Can you imagine on our head are numbered and you know the number you are God almighty. None other like you, Father. None other like you, Lord. We cannot find if we searched high and low, Father, in this earth and even in the wideness of the universe, the vastness of it. There is no other because you made it all. And so, God, we just praise and we bless you and we thank you for this gentle rebuke and the exaltation. Because for every one of these proverbs, there is a contrast. We don't have to be on the negative side all the time. Sometimes you really do find yourself on the positive side. But we give glory and honor to you because you brought us to it in the name of Jesus Christ. Purify us, Lord God. We are your body. We want to be pure in heart. We really do want to be the church without spot or wrinkle. And therefore we have to go inside. Oh God, I bless you for it. Thank you for planting it in there that it may grow in us, Lord God, and we truly will be trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Bless your name. And so, you know, we have had sufficient this morning. We have truly dined. It has been better than good. And we are going to go out rejoicing. And like the trees of the field, we shall clap, clap, clap our hands. <laughs> and if you have a mind to come again, we read at six this evening, and I dare say we won't do much more than read it, because let me tell you, it's been laid out this morning. And we will meet Pastor John Thomas at eight o'clock. In all thy getting, get understanding. I love it. Proverbs 4 and 7. That's the name of his books. He has a mini uh, series of studies. And your titles will blow your mind. I'm telling you, the Lord is doing something phenomenal. He's always done something phenomenal, hasn't he? But we are now, <laughs> we're in a season where we are a part of that which is doing. We're, we're in the midst. And I thank God for Pastor Thomas. I thank the Lord for him. <clears throat> so you may join him there. I also want to announce that he's going to begin a podcast on Monday nights at eight o'clock. And it will be Living Single with God. We want to get there into that. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming. Have a great day. Wherever you are in this world, remember the heavens are declaring his glory. His law is perfect. He makes wise the simple. I was the simple. Hallelujah. Me too. God. I was the simple. So I can attest to it. <laughs> Not that I'm as wise as he might make me, but I'm sure enough better off than I used to be. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for coming. Bye-bye. Thanks, minister. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Teeny. Thank you, Donnie. Uh, thank you, Light Touch. Thank you, Sister Wings. And I'm trying to get to all the names here. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you. <laughs> I missed someone. There was another name. <clears throat> but thank you all. If I don't call your names because I can't see it. But you are a blessing. And remember, as Pastor Thomas says, you're the most important thing to God. Hallelujah. He died for you. You know he loves you. Glory to God.